Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, this is Luke Robitaille from the LA Kings, and listen to King's Realm. I think they actually do know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the King's Realm, presented by Guys in Short Sports. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at King's Realm Pod. The Kings are still in second place with a 22-11-4 record. We started the week out rough by getting overthrown by the Knights, those motherfuckers. But we rebounded by turning the Canucks into lantern oil. Oh, is that a whale joke? That's, that's reaching, isn't it? <laughs> Hello, man. Whoever writes this shit is really reaching. <laughs> He's a fucking I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> and uh, we wiped up the Oilers like the Exxon Valdez. I feel like there's a like a Dawn soap reference in there. It's, it's some kind of sponsor plug, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we need to get that in there. I don't know. So, Dawn, if you're listening, you know, we're, we're ready. Is it Johnson so, & Johnson? Let's make it happen. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's go. I am Dennis Wilson. That is James Whitlock. Happy New Year! And Jordan Hickman. Happy New Year, guys. Dude, that was three good cracks right there. That's how you start the new year off right. It's lots of practice. Lots of practice. <laughs> lots of practice over New Year's Eve. Yeah. Jordan, how no, much did- I, I was at a, a wedding, so all the beers were open for me. That, oh, really? Yeah. That fascinates me. You were at a wedding. Wedding on, on New, new Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. Yeah, it was great. It's impressive. Congrats to Jacob and Victoria. Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. Woo! Congratulations um, on saving so much money on your wedding venue by picking New Year's Eve. I don't think so, but actually Jake was <laughs> rocking his uh, his vintage uh, Guys in Shorts King Show shirt all day yesterday. Really? He's very proud of him. In fact, nice. somebody came up to him and was like, I need to listen to that, and he wasn't informed that we changed the name of the show. But, you know. <laughs> so he hasn't listened recently. I think, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe listen, just didn't realize the logo changed. Yeah, there you go. We'll get we'll get that new gear out soon. Faux show. All right. Well, let's get the bad one over. Are we going to games? Last that's, week? That's usually what we do. <laughs> All right. Vegas Knights. Uh, we unfortunately lost that 32. It was the first time they've come to LA and uh we didn't win. Next. We, yeah, we were definitely outplayed for the majority of that game. Or, I wouldn't say outplayed, we were out efforted. That's not a word. At least the Kings scored first in that game. The Kings did score first in that game, which apparently that's not a good thing for us. So, (laughs) um, however, Dowdy did play the savior and scored a late third period goal to extend the game into overtime. Dude, what a freaking goal, by the way. Yeah. More from him. Maximum effort, Dowdy. Yeah. Dowdy did finish tonight with one goal and one assist. Unfortunately, the Knights' momentum continued into OT, and they were able to take the two points within 90 seconds left in the three-on-three overtime. I was upset that we were going to give them a point, and then 
they were the ones yeah. that giving us a point. Yeah. You know what's weird though is they're six and zero in fucking overtime. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God bless. I feel like we always have the advantage going to overtime. So wait, they they haven't made it to a shootout yet, is what you're no, saying? No, they they have made it to shootouts and they've lost shootouts. Okay, but, but that in, doesn't count as overtime. That's, okay. Yeah, that's not the overtime stat. So six and zero for them. Do they not have a stat other than a home? There are away stats that are like against them. I they, they've they had one more away games now than they've lost <laughs> which, away games. Have they really? I'm pretty sure. Which is actually really funny because so uh, all in the positive. Because the yeah. mayor John Hoven just tweeted out today. He goes, "I'm tired of everybody saying, oh, Vegas needs to play a home game.' Like they have actually won more away games. No, than, and the, uh, and the, in like a four game span, they beat Tampa Bay, um, the Capitals, and us. So like, not only did they beat Tampa Bay, they like handled them easily. Yeah, that was yeah, and so not many people have done that this season. I so mean, we kind of had, but. Anyways, before we move on from this game, because I want to get over it, um, Dowdy did have the quote of the night saying, there's no way they are going to be the better team than us by the end of the season. Ooh. Love that. That is some <laughs> fucking drive right that there. That's Dowdy oh. shit right there. Yeah. That's Dowdy talk. Yeah. I love that. Uh, also, Gamrick scored a goal. Hooray. Well, and that and that really plays to the fact that even though we're down 0-2 to them, it doesn't mean that they have the best of us throughout the season. And I appreciate that. And Dad feels like they, they they might be inexperienced and maybe they are giving their maximum effort now, but that might not be something that's sustainable for the rest of the year. At some point, it's you got to think that something is going to like bring them back down to earth. There's more effort. I this is the way that I feel, and I'm not a hockey expert by any means. Uh, there's just a mic in front of me. Um, thanks, Jesse Cohn, for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a really good quote. It is. Um, there's more effort on that team than there is skill, in my opinion. I can agree with that. And I, I think there's a lot of people. I mean, and even like Jesse Cohen and his dad talked about it on his last podcast. They out effort everybody. I don't buy in that in 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 the sense that you speak it, because effort is effort is one thing, but skill is measurable by the team you're on and. I think you go to a different team with a different momentum and that brings out different parts about you that might bring out more will that might bring out more of your um, of your abilities. They are out willing and out efforting the best teams in the league yeah. right now. That's not will and effort. That's there is skill behind that. Like you can't just say that's all due to will and effort and and the momentum there has of the to be redheaded skill that, stepchild. There has to be skill behind it. There has to be. But look at the team. Just like, because who's you're, their, who's just their because first you're line? a third liner and fourth liner on a team doesn't mean like uh, I just referenced back to the guys in short sports show this week when they talked about being the best player on a bad team versus a good player of uh, the best player on a horrible team. Right. There's a big difference in there. But if you're if you're just on like a Connor team McDavid, that's heavily skilled. <laughs> well, Edmonton is pretty heavily skilled. They just can't put it together. Which is insane how they can't do They've that, got, but that's another... You take some of those players and break them out to other teams, and they become very skilled players because they're in a different system. No, they're all insanely every skilled. Every system just, and every coaching mentality is different. They don't know how to play defense still. That oh, is, you mean uh, Sakara or Sakara, how Sekera. he's decided to be called this yeah. season? No, <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves right now, but the fact of the matter is Edmonton still does not know how to play defense. No, nope. that has been their problem for the past ten years, 
and it is still their problem today. We'll get to that. In we'll two get games. to that in a minute. Yeah. But in Golden Knights' effort, I I think effort versus skill. I think. See the thing is they have effort brings out skill. They have decently skilled players. I mean they don't. They're all NHL players. They're, they're they have decently skilled. skilled players. William Carlson, would you say he's an unskilled player? No, he's a skilled player. James Neal, skilled player, right? Are they the elite top line guys? No. Are they given the chance to be and have proven themselves? Yes. Yes, because of the effort they put behind it. Now, how they're getting that effort, I don't know. Like, how are they pulling this out of themselves? They are playing well above their heads. I haven't looked at it. I I don't know what the average age on that team is, but I I guarantee you it's it's a couple years under the league average. I'm that's probably true. But they're playing above their heads. Like I think everybody can agree with that. But how long can they sustain that? And here we are. How many I mean, games in this season? We've been saying that all year. Everybody's been saying it all year, and they're still sustaining it. So. Why? Why do we become a, a Golden Eyes podcast every week? <laughs> because they're, <laughs> fucking, they're fucking good. They're fast. No, beyond just that, they're a good team because they're in first place. They're fascinating. They are. They're they really literally are. fascinating because there's no reason that they should be in first place by looking at them on paper. So no. is that credit to Jordan McVie for all the things that he's put together and lined up to put this team together? I think that yes. is a credit. I think it, it's basically it's the, the head office and the coaching staff putting that team together. They found the right character guys with the right mix of the skill that was available with the right coaching. And they they found like this magic formula that is somehow working so far. You know what's sad? I don't think this translates to Seattle in a couple of years. It, I think I, this I is don't, a phenom that just. I think this is definitely the outlier. It's weird how he didn't bring up Houston, right? Yeah, well, he's ready to give us that money after you did, just. Did thank you, you want to pay thank, me my money now? No, thank you for the tie-in. You I appreciate you. I get twenty percent of next. that. Jordan do, already offered it. Do you want to save us five years and just pay me now? <laughs> in fact, I'll put it. Up, I'll put the hundred dollars up on the wall Done. in the studio, in a in a break in case of emergency. I'll put the you date have to put on it up there, there Such a in like thing. in in twenties so that I get my cut. Okay, I'll put it in twenties. I do like the new hundred dollar bill, but I'll put it in twenties on the wall so that we can see it with the date on it. I'm probably going to spend more to frame this stupid thing <laughs> than I will the money that's Dude, you go to it. Ikea, it's like four bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> or home goods. But yeah, I will put it up there. But I, I don't think, I think this is this is a once in a lifetime thing we're seeing. I don't, I don't see how they can sustain this for the rest of the year, let alone getting into the playoffs where they are just going to get freaking hammered. I've been saying that. But hammered. They Every time we say that, they continue to drive Forward. You know what's really neat is that when they do finally fall on their face, we're going to have plenty of episodes of us talking about how they're going to eat, eat shit. So, right. So, will everybody else? Yeah. I mean, we're just playing the odds at this point. It's, yeah. I, I don't even know if it's so much odds or the inevitable. Moving on. All right. Vancouver, 4 3. We won. Suck it, Canucks. Uh, <laughs> That's all we need to say about if that. You wanna, yeah. If you want to put it that lightly, uh, that game was a lot harder than it should. It have been. was a lot harder than it should be. We that, did. This also kind of goes to show, like Vancouver's got some skill. Like they're they're not a bad team, but they're another. Team that just, they're like, no longer a team together. that's like resting on the Sedins. They're realizing no. that they need young talent, and they're bringing it in. They have some talent. For some reason, they can't put it together. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. We did see goals from Toffoli, seventeen, tied for first on the team, right? Woo! Gabrick seven, Clifford. 
First goal of the season. On the boards. Congratulations. We love Cliffy on the boards. Did you see his face? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not as good as the Matt Green celebration, no. but it was no. pretty close. Like, I how happy that love guy was. having Clifford on the boards. Like, yeah. he, just having him come back and, and kind of get in the fold, just like Gabrick did. Like, he's one of our players that, that we all get behind. He just has that smile you want to you want to uh, celebrate with the guy. So, congratulations to him on his first goal. Yep. And then the final goal came from Dowdy, playing savior again two games in a row. Dude. Uh, Gabrick... And Dowdy both had two or both had a goal in his uh two games in a row, which was pretty neat. Um, congratulations to Nick Dowd. Finally got his first goal this season. Unfortunately, it was for the Canucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So traded sure. If you didn't know uh that we traded Nick Dowd to the Canucks uh for the tiniest Subban brother, then uh, now you know. <laughs> he's just the youngest. Give him credit. No, he's literally the tiniest because he's only five nine. Well, he's the youngest. I mean he can bulk up. It's not like he's 12. <laughs> he's like 19. He's not going anywhere. He's from the Subban family. He's from good stock. So is the third Manning brother, but I'm just we, saying. He's very successful in his own right, though. According to those commercials. Anyways, Toffoli was on fire, scoring a goal and collecting two assists on the night. So three points for Toffoli. Um, Lewis was also sneaky good with two assists on the night. Love it. Yeah. Dude, that line. Oh, my God. Just grinding lines. How about Lewis this year? Lewis is... What, nine goals? This Lewis, is his career year. Lewis I, I is more a- Lewis than he's ever lewis before. <laughs> and he's above 30. <laughs> yeah. He broke 30, and he's teaching these kids how to play hockey. I feel like he's... He's teaching them how to Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> I feel like his, his career high, or his uh, season high in goals is like five or six, and he's going to double that easily this year. I think so. Yeah. He's... He is just... Working it this year, I love it. I love the, to see it, and the fact that he's doing it like when we need it, like when I feel like every time he scores, it's when people like Kopitar and Kempe and Tafoli aren't the ones scoring. So he's doing it when he needs to do it. I I, I kind of get a feel that he he now has kids that he can mentor and he can yeah. pass on what he's learned from the game, and I see that a lot more now. Now that you have you have a a, a canvas to paint, you're inspired to paint. James has been drinking. Wow. Did that go deep? Or painting. That went deep. (laughs) He really misses Bob Ross. So. (laughs) All right. Just happy trees. Rest in peace. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Happy trees. Can we get get a moment for Bob Ross, by the way? Thank you. (laughs) So Trevor Lewis is, I think, inspired by the teams that's been put together, bringing in the kids, and he's really shown them how to play the game. Um, on both sides of the ice, and and that's really his game. That's what he grinds to do in every practice. He's not uh, just teaching; he's leading by example, especially this yeah. year. He yep. is he really is on proud fire of this year. He he's our boy. Yeah, really proud of him. He he's one of those standout stars that doesn't show up on the scoreboards, but um, really makes a difference in every game that he plays. Agreed, one hundred percent. Oh, and by the way, we scored on the power play. Hey-oh! More on that in the next game. <laughs> before we <laughs> get there, though. more of that. Before we get there. I don't know if we're moving on, but I'm going to stop you before we move on. Because I have to say it. How dumb is Malkstrom's mask? Super dumb. Super dumb, right? Yeah. Do you want to comment on it? I think I just did. Yeah. My, co- my kids love it. Oh, you want? Oh, got it. Yeah, oh, but- your comment on it. Yeah. My kids love it. 
They, I, I just having the ears and the flowing hair, like the kids were like fascinated. That's like its head, but it's not his head. And to me, like I know so it might you're be saying, cheesier, but like I think like having like instead of like human ears and stuff, if he was like a freaking robot or something underneath that mask, would have been cooler. Because the front, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Until you get to the side and it's like cartoon ears and hair, it's like ah, you just kind of ruined it for me. So it, maybe so, it sells your point, maybe it doesn't. But it appeals to a, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. Perfect. That's why I'm we don't sure like the it. NHL loves that. Then me, not so much. I'm done. All right, off soapbox. Moving on. That's all I got for Vancouver. Shall we move on to um, <laughs> Edmonton? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, we travel to the Great White North, the highest city. Not the highest, but the most, most north, northern northern city. I mean, they might have legal weed there. I don't know what Canada laws, but we you know. do now too. <laughs> it's January. Happy New Year! Yeah. Well, not California in- has legal weed. Yeah, sure they do. Anyways, um, before we get started on this, I would just like to point out that Patrick Maroon is a piece of shit. I think we're going to get to that more yeah. later. Okay, perfect. Moving on. Uh, Jonathan Quick recorded his third shutout of the season, making 32 saves. It was also his 47th of his career, most by any American goalie. Yes. USA. 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 Perfect. Thank you. And um, I'm going to call it right now. This is a mid-season bold prediction. He makes it to 50 by the end of the season. Ooh. Serious. That's not that bold, but... It's kind of bold. bold. He needs three more. We're halfway through. He's had three this season. Hey, I want you to be right. Appreciate it. Um, Hey, Andy Andreoff contributed. Um, (laughs) Right? Finally. Pretty cool. I mean, what? The the goal was actually kind of nice after a cross-ice pass. It was. was stuffed it in there. Yeah, it 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 looked like he had some skill. Textbook, center lane. Yeah. He had to beat the goalie, though, so we'll give him that. Yep. Yeah, well, he showed that he does have. He's still on the bottom me. of the plus minus, but hey, you got to you got to take baby steps. Baby steps down the hall. So I guess we should just move on to that hit. Baby steps into the elevator. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what everybody wants to talk about, and what we've been talking about. So let's do it. So after, I, not a lot of people are talking about this, but after a hit from Lucic onto Kopitar, where Kopitar was kind of shaken up, I think that was a, a big mistake, especially because they're butts. That was scary, by the way. It was a little scary because Kopitar's arm got pitched between Lucic and the boards, and he was hurting. And you, you want to hear that Kopitar's arm was hurting, just plain and simple. After what happened last season. You know season, he's going to play through pain and just suck and rather than getting better. Right. So He ended up with two assists on the night, so I think he's all right. Yeah. No, luckily he is. Yeah. But that being said, I, I that, that kind of set the tone for the rest of the night, and I think that's what pissed people off more about the maroon hit, especially because he Dowdy wasn't playing the puck. It was solely for him to come in and hit Dowdy, who for some reason has a target on his back. I know Dowdy chirps a lot, and I know Dowdy's been chirping maroon since he was on the fucking goals. Goals. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> stupid name. You suck in hockey. Anyways. That was... Maroon in that that clip from the the stadium game, right, where he said you suck at hockey. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was Maroon. Yeah. So it's yeah, he's there's he's, definitely some bad blood, but it hasn't really gotten physical until now. And there there is no question. There's nobody that can argue that he did not intend to hurt him. Oh, there's a lot of other fans that say that he did not intend to hurt him. I call. 
bullshit. They're upset though because it's like negative eighteen degrees where they're at. So and it's seventy degrees and, and they're, right now. they're upset that they have one of the best players in hockey right now and they can't win a fucking game. Yeah, that's what that's, they're upset about. Absolutely, it it sucks to be an Edmonton fan. First of all, <sighs> then it sucks to live in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Then it sucks to have to wear orange to games. Preach. So I get I get the the fight. But when you watch somebody raise their shoulder up into somebody else's face, like there's no question. Like, and you shame on you for even trying to back that kind of play. He could have easily not raised his shoulder, hit his body, taken the two minute penalty, and just for a late hit. There's 10 different scenarios he could have played out, but he didn't. And he, he saw chose it, to he went right yeah. into it, and he chose his actions. And this is, I mean, this is things I'm teaching my seven and five year old. That you choose your actions to not be a douche, right? And 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 you're, that you're responsible you're for your actions, yeah, right. That was a choice that was made. That wasn't an, an incident of the game or just collisions of bodies. When you raise your shoulder up, that is a choice you're making. Yeah, whether it's in the moment or whatever the case, that's indisputable, right? I agree. It happened. He made that choice, ill intent or not, not a, not an issue. What do you think about the people trying to say that Dowdy was trying to sell it? They're fucking idiots, dude. I would I would invite them to come down and let me throw my shoulder in their face. Look at it like what happens to his head. We can record it. Lomo. We can record, <laughs> record it, it. And then they can tell me if they were trying to sell it. Yeah. That invite's open to anybody that's listening. In slow-mo, his head snapped really fast. Oh yeah. You see sweat rocked. flying off of his hair. He got rocked. Granted, there was like 4.9 left in the game in the uh, period. So obviously, luckily, you're going to go to the locker room anyway. Yes. Regardless. You're luckily, going to the, the concussion protocol included the intermission. Like, luckily for us, he was able to come back sooner in game time. Yeah. I mean, he, he still didn't come in until about five minutes or so into the third period. Yeah. But imagine if that would have happened in the beginning of the third period. Oh, yeah. He would have been, been out the for the rest time. of the game. Yeah. For sure. And we wouldn't have had... But, uh, and if it's any other player, we're probably not talking about it as much as we are. But when you take one of the top defensemen in the league and you're making a hit on him, then obviously, yeah. you know, there's more intent than there is on a third or fourth liner um, in your offense. So so let's move on to reactions from the team uh, off of that hit. Uh, number one, I'd like to point out that Forbert came out immediately right behind him and started getting in his face and throwing yeah, no, some punches. No hesitation at no, all. Which was great. And if that would have happened last year, it would have been just like, oh, you're an asshole, blah, blah, blah. And I think that that sparks the three goals that we scored in those five minutes. It definitely didn't hurt. No. Definitely didn't hurt. It, I think I think the entire team said, you know what, enough of this shit. And they went in to do damage, and that's exactly what they did. I think this is a difference in coaching. This is the difference between Sutter, like, don't take a penalty. Agreed. Hits or hits, just don't take the penalty. And I mean, John Stevens take the being, penalty, but there was an equal penalty on the other side, so it, it didn't really matter, but yeah. But it's, it's you know, Steve, it's more of a Stevens, like, no stand-up for your guy. And when he went to the, the state of the franchise, he was very clear that that Kachuk incident would have been dealt with differently if he was the head coach. Yeah. Not that he's saying that, you know, he's going to go out and – have somebody rip someone's head off, but like it would have been addressed on the ice. I think that has a lot to do with it. If you're a player on a team like this and a hit like that happens, if you're one of the five guys on the ice, you jump in. 
Yeah. And I don't care Absolutely. who you are. And it's the closest guy. And it was the closest guy. Yeah. But I mean, I I think Jim Fox said it best. He's like, you know, the the NHL is is started to turn in in a way where there's not so many goons and blah blah blah. He didn't say it in so many words, but he said the best way to respond to something like this is to just shove goals down their throat. Yep. And that's exactly what what we did. It always we, we, has we been. Have by done, the way. Yeah. Well, of course, but we we couldn't have done. I mean, more than three goals. I mean, let's be real. Like, it's not going to happen. That's exactly what we wanted out of that play. Like going into the five minute major. I wanted three goals out of that, and that's exactly what we got. Yeah, so. you had a response from someone on the ice. It wasn't a full-on fight. There was no one won the fight or whatever. It wasn't even really a fight, but you had a response. Like, say, you fucked up. That isn't cool. And then you shove three goals down their throat. Well, if you think about it, that's like three goals for three power plays, right? Right. So it's like we went three for three. Yeah, right. basically. I would... So... Before we pander on too much about this, I would like to point out that we greatly increased our power play percentage off of that five minutes. <laughs> scoring those three goals. Do, do you have the actual number difference? I don't. I wish oh, I did. God. I was looking for it today, and I couldn't figure out how, how to manipulate the stats uh, to get it for me for before and after. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, we were like the 25th before. I think we're like the 23rd now or something like that. It's hey, still bad. There you go. It's still bad, but that's it's four. But that is four power play goals in two games. Yeah, so that's going to help a lot. And if we can keep, I mean, we're obviously not going to get three power play goals a game. Like that's just not realistic. But if we can score a power play goal every other game or something like that, I mean, I, and we that's something that you want to improve on, Dennis, this year. Hey, we, and guess what? We're doing it. They listened. We want to be middle of the pack by the end of the season. So I'm fine with. I take it if we can keep our penalty kill at the top. And our power play at the middle, I'm I'm happy with that. That that is that is good stats going. That's into a recipe playoffs. for success. Absolutely, absolutely, 100. In that game, right in that game, I believe Brown overtook Gretzky for total goals on the Kings. Yes, 247 goals. That is, and I love that he did it in Edmonton. Oh, I didn't realize that <laughs> Gretzky's Gretzky's uh, there. Oh. <laughs> they never showed him on camera, but that's, I mean, how that's funny for a year of all these numbers that just line up in these, you know, thousand goal game or thousand games and, and all these numbers that just line up beautifully. It's like a Cinderella uh, series. And now you're going to beat Gretzky in his hometown. Yeah. Or in his team's town. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's really... I mean, he was known for being on the Kings, but he was really known for winning three, four cups with Edmonton or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, three? and he's part of the he's part of their management team, so... That's yeah. true. I mean, he's there, and and to have him there, watch him kind of break that team goal is, is pretty cool. Yeah. So good for Brown on that. Absolutely. Uh, some more, just a couple of facts before we finish up with this game. Uh, Gabrick's goal, which I thought was his third goal in as many games, it was actually credited to Lewis off a tip. Uh, so good for Lewis. We're just talking about him. Uh, Kopitar and Gabrick each had two assists on the night. And uh, Brown's second goal came on a pass from Kopitar after Kopitar powered literally through three defenders. Literally through three. He <laughs> powered through. You need to go back and watch the replay. He gets through three defenders. And because three guys are on him, Brown's wide open and passes it to him. Brown just stuffs it in like it's nothing. Yeah, total breakdown on their point, but I mean, it is pretty impressive to watch. Brown's just good at stuffing it in. It's true. It's That's why he has like seven kids. Yeah. Yeah. He should be called Stovetop. Oh, wow. 
one more fun fact uh, before we move on. Um, this is the first time in Conor McDavid's career that he has not recorded a point in three consecutive games. Glad That's to be part of that. Second nerd. That's actually kind of... <laughs> Someone got to suck it other than me. Yes. Yep. Suck it, McDavid. We still I'm on got board. Plenty of show left, James. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm on board. Suck it, suck it nerd. Because <laughs> he's good at hockey, he's a nerd. Well, we're have halfway. We're halfway through the season, and we also have Kobe Star Foley with seventeen goals, and Dustin Brown with fifteen. So our thirty-plus goals for three players looks pretty good right now. Still looking good. Yep. Still looking good. Uh, should we get to those calls? All right, so we're going to do something new right now. Uh, this is two weeks in a row. I think we're doing something new, right? So, right? Happy right? New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, we're actually going to take some calls. Well, I guess we're going to be calling. We're going to make the calls. Yeah. We're going to make the calls. But we uh, we got some some fans that want to come on and tell us how wrong or bad we are. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Uh, probably. probably a terrible idea, but, you know, <laughs> let's... Let's just go for Great it. Great things so. usually come out of terrible ideas. Right? So let's let's go for it. Uh, James it? apparently has some special guests lined up. So I, I, I think we a got a couple of them, right? We should have yeah, we should have some fun with this. So I got a few uh few callers that, that want to uh, share their opinions. So right. you got one ready? Let's go. All right. Ness? What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, how you doing? I actually just got to the gym. I totally forgot you guys were going to call. Here we are. What's up? Hey, hey guys, how does it feel to be, uh, like, not number one in the fan door? <laughs> yeah. I know that we said we'd start with three minutes for each caller, but kicking it old school, baby. <laughs> oh man! All right, I think we should give him his due. That was pretty funny. Jordan. I love. How I just reached over to James's phone. I was like, "Nope, fuck this." I really, I thought, I thought I dropped the call. I felt bad, and I'm like, moving on. Oh wait, next caller. Here we go. All right, so we know who this is now. It is our friend of the show, Jason Motherfucking Gallo. And I'm, I'm introduced. We must have had something wrong with our connection. Oh, is that so? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Jordan hung up on you. <laughs> So, is that so we have friend of the show and super duper fan duel champion Jason Gallo sponsored by Roto Grinders. <laughs> that is me. The season's not over yet. He's got a pretty healthy lead and I'm behind him. I'm pretty close behind him. So, uh, he, Jason, you're doing pretty good on that uh, on fantasy. Yeah. Now, regardless of what you're using, are you learning about the game? I'm learning through listening to the pod and uh, attending Heckman School of Hockey. Oh, nice, nice. Good plug for Jordan Heckman School of Hockey. You know, just... Uh, That's weird because you have a below 2.0 grade point average, but... <laughs> it's only because you you're beating the dean. Uh-oh. Yes. News flash. You guys keep cutting in and out. I think you're keep cutting cut, in cut, I, 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 What's that? <laughs> No, we're trying to. I don't know if you can hear us, but there was a on the. What are you guys part, trying to do? Can you hear it now? It sounds yeah, it sounds better. Oh, 
a week. I for we all right. <laughs> so Dennis just showed us that he's actually in first place. How did you oh, manipulate? Is he now? How did you manipulate FanDuel? Did you hack FanDuel to get your name on top? No, I just looked at total scores. You and I have never the most, win. I have the most total scores. You he's consistent. Never win. Oh, points. Dennis is always in last place. Yes. How I, is that possible? I wasn't in last place I'm last week. I'm actually protesting this one. I don't understand this. You look at total scores. I'm doing and this I'm right winning. now, Jason. Do it. Look it up because Dennis always comes in third or lower. Or lower. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you know, you know. You look at total scores. Okay, standings. Um, I have, no, so you're doing overall. You're including last year. No. Yes. No. Because I have overall, best five scores right here. Yeah, well, that's the best five. I'm looking at total. No, this is, Jason Gallo has (laughs) 750.3. There's no way that's in one week. That's the season. No, that's 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 a total of five scores. Five total scores. Okay, I have well, that's, total that's scores. all that matters. Really, really, the measure should be most wins, which uh, Gala does have that. He has four wins. Uh, James has three wins. Uh, Jeff has two wins. I have one along with Keith, Jordan, how many, and How many wins does Dennis have? I have one. Oh, okay. So, congratulations. Um, I'm actually – I'm going to check in on Roto-Grinder this week, actually. We got – we got FanDuel tomorrow. If you guys are listening, you want to get in. It was a paid league. Who won last week? It's FanDuel every Thursday, so just remember that. And last yes. week, the money went last to? Week. Jason got I think it. I won last week. Oh, you got paid. Jason got paid. I did. So I did. Don't spend that uh, 30 bucks in one spot, you know. Well, How quickly did, go did on, you uh, spend that on strippers? No, I did go on a good bottle of whiskey. That's all I got to say. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, that's why you're, yeah. a good, you're a great friend, you know, Jason. Could have been that well, good. You know, now I don't feel so know. bad for losing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it went to a bottle of monkey shoulder. That's what it went towards. Oh, monkey shoulder. That was like, yeah. the guys at the flagship show were drinking that bottle. Uh, was, it, was it your bottle? Tonight. Probably your bottle. No, I left it at my house. Oh. Uh, I brought a, a bottle of green spot. Oh, that's right. I did have that too. That was good. Okay, well, hey, you got uh, we got about a minute and a half left of your time. Um, go for it. What do you want to say? Well, I honestly got to say that bugging Dennis about Rotorua Grinder, which I have no idea what that is. Still no playing that? that the, still playing that card, aren't you? <laughs> hey, ride, ride it till it dies, dude. Just keep going. Just so happened to have the same lineup as Keith like three weeks in a row. Don't give in, Jason. <laughs> hey, the oh, only what reason are you talking the- about, dude, like it's just because we know the right the right players to play. Like, how's that awful? Hey, Jason. A little yeah. advice. I watched the first 48, and the only reason these guys get convicted is because they confess. So just don't confess. Dude. <laughs> don't confess. <laughs> he has no just, evidence. Okay, so, so what are you trying to say, Dennis, is that I'm not learning anything listening to the pod or attending the Heckman School of Hockey? Is that what you're trying no, to say? You can, you can learn things, that's for sure, but I'm sure you're learning a heck of a lot more about fantasy hockey from Roto-Grinders. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jason, as long as you can pronounce the guys' names that are on your lineup that week, I think that that qualifies. Well, he probably can't. Well, that that's, they've been pretty tough. So. <laughs> but Fluglian? I could probably only pronounce like two or three of them. But hey, so do you think? Good. Question to you, Jason. Do you think that by the end of the season, you are you have the most wins in Fanduel? Uh, I would have to say yes. Okay, you're gonna go with that. 
How many yes. wins do you think you have by the end of the season? You have four now. We're halfway through. How many do you think you have by the end of the season? I would say we'll round it uh, to 10. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you're only going to get better. Wow. Yes. Makes oh, sense. There's only one. Hey, when you're on top, there's only one, one place to say is on top. Or, or fall to, to the bottom. Down. Usually they say there's only one way to go. <laughs> All right, Jason, quick question. Would you rather admit that you use Roto Grinder or you choose the guy that you play based off their looks? Uh, I choose them off their looks. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give you guys a good pod, I'm going to choose off their looks. Just to give you guys a good pot. How Jason, about that? I love you. You're, You're going with James and not, not confessing. <laughs> Don't confess. <laughs> good man. Well, we'll look forward to it. Everybody, make sure you get on the FanDuel um, League. We do every Thursday. Get in there. It's 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 not a lot to get in, but it's a lot of fun to be in because then you can give Dennis shit it's... for his horrible teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, more I fun to you give Dennis Jordan crap week. than actually playing FanDuel. Yeah. I'll give you that much. I love you, Jason. Well, all right, Jason. Love thanks, you too, Dennis. Thanks for your time. Appreciate the call, and uh, and we'll and, talk to you soon, buddy. All right, buddy. You guys take care. Right, later, man. Bye. All right, later. All right, well, fuck you very much for that one, James. You just had to call someone that's going to rub it in, so. That was, you know what? <laughs> He's the topic of discussion every week because he it's keeps true. It's kicking true. our ass in federal. And I feel like <laughs> we know a decent amount of hockey. Yeah. And how many times has he lost his uh, fantasy football league? Oh, three times in All a row. Of them. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he won a championship in one of his leagues, so I don't know. <laughs> I want to be in that league. That's all right? I want to say. Jason, Jason, uh, they, I think they've now coined the last place as the Jason Gallo Trophy. So <laughs> oh. the, the Gallo Bowl. Is yeah, what the they call Gallo. It. If you're if you're if you're in the the if you're fighting for last place, basically, or fighting to not be in last place, you're in the Gallo Bowl. All right, next call coming up. Let's see. Uh, let's see what this caller has to say. Another surprise caller. It's totally going to be Luke Robitaille right now. Even better. Hey, James. Hello. Uh, caller, what's your name? Uh, ben Garcia. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is up, Ben? Uh, hoopty hoop. Hoopty fucking hoop, guys. How you doing, man? <laughs> fucking great. I am uh, triple fisting right now, so I'm awesome. <laughs> and that's not with beers. That's actually like dudes. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm calling in to uh, tell you guys that as a non-hockey fan, uh, you guys really make me want to uh, to, to jump the, jump on the bandwagon and become a hockey fan. Yes. I heard there's no better team than the Ducks. Oh, oh come and, on. And there you go. All right, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's two for two on hangups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, sorry about that. What happened? I don't know. I think bad cell reception. It's weird. You dropped the call. Yeah. You were saying something about best team is the Kings? Yeah, that's appreciated. Uh, we love to hear that. <laughs> well, you know, actually, what uh, I was talking to James not too long ago, actually. I was complaining about uh, the NFL becoming a bunch of pussies like the rest of the fucking country. And, uh, and I said, you know, I'm looking for a sport where real men are playing. And James was like, you need to become a hockey fan. I said, you know what? That sounds like something I need to do. And that's right you could become a like, huge curtis mcdermott fan that's all i'm gonna say i you know what if, if he's tough and he likes to get down and dirty and beat the shit out of people then i'm all in he's your kind of guy yeah. for sure yeah yeah well, any anybody still, does anything like fishy he's begging the coach to get on the ice and he's just gonna go and punch somebody in the face yeah dude that's what i like <laughs> <laughs> 
How and, have you not liked hockey this whole time then? And he knows how to throw a punch, unlike Bryce Harper. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Don't talk bad about my boy Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a Bryce Harper shirt. Watch out. I'll tell you what. There's no, there's also in, in hockey, there's no additional time for injuries. We don't add time to the clock because someone wants to cry on the field. Oh, you're talking about like the soccer rules, right? Yeah, uh, well, or hey, any listen, sport. That's, I mean, that's that... one thing you guys have got going for you is you're not soccer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> biggest plus, biggest plus. So I think I think if we if we finesse this enough, I think we can get Ben to actually make sure there's hockey on the Guys in Shorts Sports LA show every week. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Luke Robitaille requesting it wasn't enough. Yeah, <laughs> apparently not. I'll, I'll tell you what, guys. Hey, listen, as as a fan and as a competitor to you guys, hearing Luke Robitaille on your show was a highlight of 2017 for me, man. And and I hope you guys continue to pull in a huge guest like that because it makes Guys in Shorts look great. But uh, I'll tell you, it didn't hurt uh, helping me become more of a more, more of a hockey fan. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. We'll get you some hockey gear. We got some hockey gear here in the studio we can set you up with. We'll go to a game. And I think by the end of this season, we're going to have Ben on board. We need to get Ben over here for a yeah. podcast where we just sit here and convince him to become a hockey fan. I agree. Well, I don't think it'd, it'd take like 10 minutes, really. He, so. And he's like less than 10 minutes away. He's, yeah. Yeah. Let's do I this, am. Ben. Not too far. And I listen every week, guys, so I don't have to be in the studio for you guys to convince me. I listen every week, and, and uh, I like what I hear. So in the next month, everybody listening, we're going to have Ben Garcia in the, in the studio, and we're going to have a show that, that we, can, uh, we can try and convince him to come on board to hockey. It doesn't hurt that we have whiskey in studio. We have <laughs> lots of whiskey. <laughs> and Amen, a man. Amen. Fox News, man. You All right, brother. <laughs> Well, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Uh, just so you know, Ben Garcia from the Guys in Shorts Sports LA show. Make sure you go listen. Uh, it's funny a lot because Ben's on it. AKA um, Mr. Reality. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> he, he keeps them honest. I think that's for reality TV shows, though. I think that's why he got that nickname. <laughs> reality just trash tv in general i'm, I'm usually the, the connoisseur of that kind of tv and i bring it to the show the the fact that ben uh this week if you go listen to the show this week they ben rubs it in that uh eric wasn't invited to the party neither was i by party. the way so <laughs> well that was my segue too <laughs> bring you up. <laughs> that's your own cousin i know yeah, yeah that's fucked up man <laughs> Uh, did something wrong. So apparently Eric finally forgets about it. And Ben's like, I want to go back to the fact that Eric wasn't invited. <laughs> when you find an uncomfortable moment, you want to highlight it. To make everybody feel a little bit more At least Gallo was there though. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. the party absolutely. He was yeah. the party. Yeah, that was Eric. I think that was Eric's biggest contention. Was <laughs> that Eric got to go and he didn't get invited. <laughs> Jason was there and he wasn't. Yeah, it was great. Well, thanks for the call, Ben. We appreciate it. Love to get you in studio and uh, keep up the great work over at Guys in Short Sports LA. You guys too, man. I appreciate it. Ooh. Oh, that was for you. All right. Have a good night. All right, man. Talk soon. Bye. Later. So that was, uh, <laughs> that is Mr. Reality himself. Like, if anybody's going to be a great hockey fan, I look forward to oh, Ben absolutely. being a hockey fan because he, he'd be the perfect hockey fan. He goes, I, I, I want a sport where they're not fucking pussies. Like, well, <laughs> he, so ben, Ben's going to be the guy that will be a Kings fan, but then he'll watch the rest of the league. And there's so much happening in the NHL, you know, with different, different uh, team dynamics and different fights. And 
He's just going to fall in love with hockey. My only fear with him is he's going to fall in love with somebody like Kachuk. That's what I was just going to say. He's uh, going to love Kachuk because he's skilled, he's athletic, I don't and think he fights. Kachuk doesn't get enough exposure out here for him to actually get enough Maybe. media yeah. on him. And I think Curtis McDermott, you brought up a good point. That's his kind of guy. Yeah. Not that he's out there to fight. He's out there to beat somebody's ass. He won't he, start a fight, but he'll he's fucking not gonna, finish it. He's not going to take shit yeah. for him or his team. And that's... That's Ben's kind of guy that it's like, you know what? Your team is your family and nobody Fs with your family. That's right. Boom. That's right. So we got somebody else here. We got we another do. surprise or we, um, do we get to know this one? Yeah, you get to know this one. Travis, uh, off the post 18. Oh, on yeah, Twitter. Travis. Good fan of the show. And uh, he has uh, he has three minutes of heaven he wants to share. Oh, Three minutes of heaven. I think that's isn't that what the segment's called? Are we in, are we in a closet? Right are, we, are we in the closet? Are we well, about Jordan's come out of the closet? Uh, there it is. Are we about to play Who's in My Mouth? Whoa! <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, I would say Polly's uh, cask is in my mouth. Okay, perfect. I've seen that thing. I was like, I'm into fitness. Fitness, whole beer in my mouth. <laughs> Off the so road. I'm right now. Quick. Hello. Hello, Travis. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing great. You're on with uh, all the King's Realm here. Woo! All right. Uh, let me get my little going. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A true fan. We haven't had that yet, so you're the first to crack the beer, figuratively or okay. ri- literally. Yeah, it, it was a figurative. I got my uh, my nice uh, Jim Beam Vanilla and Coke going. So. Well, I'll tell you what. For you. Oh, that was a good one, too. There you oh, go. All right. He that was, was practicing solid. before the show. That's why he's got like five beers in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. This is what you get for coming also late. Also explains Dennis. the slurring. So. <laughs> well, that's how you know it's going to be a good show. Every week. So we got three minutes on the clock, and it's all yours. All right. Uh, first off, uh, I have to start it like I start probably once a week by saying suck it, James, oh, uh, damn it. on Twitter. I, I get that going every once in a while. You and Jordan Wolf. Yep. Yep. It's like I have, you have to. It's, it's like once a week thing. You guys are like cousins, man. Suck it, James. <laughs> I could not get away from that. <laughs> now that you complain about it, it's just going to get worse. Oh, I know. No, I, I knew the second I said something like two, three weeks ago. It was over. Like, that's now yeah. my thing. Yep. Suck it. All right. So what else you got right. for, for the rest of these guys? Um, well, I was planning on, you know, watching the game last night and taking notes like a, a, a nice, responsible person would. Why? And then we I don't. ended up just <laughs> writing things that a five-year-old us. would see. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, yeah, we're, we're crashing the net. Good. We're, we're doing this. And then I just ended up writing, like, I wonder if Alex Faust is bored sitting up there by himself while Jim Fox is down between the, the boards. <laughs> it's really random like, that NBC or does makes Foxy him do have that. to run from from the booth to the bench. Like, how is this happening? Like, so I was I was taking really good notes last night. Fantastic. Um, Honestly, that's better than what we do. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could just read uh, Frozen Royalties notes and do opposite of that. Oh. Yeah, possibility. (laughs) Sounds like James has something to talk about later. (laughs) Uh, I also wrote down, because it happens all the time, that Kempe only scores goals when I have him on the bench in the Fantasy League. So your job now is to keep him on the bench for the rest of the year. Right. Yep. 
Uh, that yeah. is your duty as a Kings fan. I don't care anything about fantasy. So, I, we've seen where your rankings are. So, oh. hey, I am not in last place anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I'm in a, like eleventh place. So, Travis. thank you very much. Oh, fuck. Damn it. And that, and that means I'm, I'm next. Only I think Travis is like, I'm in third for yeah, you're the in third time right being, now, right? but yeah. now I'm going to end up probably down again, so I'm just going to take all the shots that I can yeah, while I can. You uh, dropped me, I think it was last week, you beat the shit out of me, so I've got nothing on you. <laughs> you're just trying to be nice to him so he didn't rip on you next. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you got for Jordan? Oh, You've got man. James and I so far, so. Pretty good. You came prepared. Sounds like he's good. I don't know. <laughs> I guess he's got nothing. Yeah. No, they're cousins. He's not going to talk That's smack right. on family. Yeah, I know, right? Dick sucking cousins. <laughs> <something like laughs> they're sucking dick cousins. Yeah. <laughs> James suck a dick cousins. <laughs> no, Travis, you got good content on on uh, Twitter, so I appreciate you jumping in. And Yeah, if anybody's not following Travis on Twitter, you need to get on that. Feed the fire. You should. I, I have the fire. I started the greatest drinking game in the history of drinking games. Absolutely. I mean, it's, yes. We do have to give you props. Foxy and Fausty. Yeah. And uh, I love that O'Neill is just still on top of that. All about it. And I I love that he brought it up on air that night. Like, I I have that video if you want it because it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I tried to save it and it didn't work on my phone. I was like, no, I swear I came up with that. That's my thing. (laughs) I I couldn't save it to my phone. Well, uh, he's, uh, you know, he even puts a little emphasis in it when he says it now. So if if you listen to it and you're in on. The uh, the game itself, yeah. Then you know what's happening, but everybody else listening doesn't catch it. I just love that he yeah. he said it once during an inter- at the end of an intermission, and then tweeted us yeah. drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah, pretty that was amazing. So we'll have to have uh, Patrick O'Neill on the uh, show here pretty soon to. It's happening, by the talk, way. Talk over. It's gonna happen. Uh, we'll make it happen. Teaser much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like three scotches in. There's no teasing. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. So 2018, what are you looking forward to? Uh, hopefully more wins. Um, hopefully Ayafalo is going to get in the game because my 20-goal bold prediction is looking like a dud right now. You know what? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give he's you... He's looking better than Shore. That's all I got to say. Well, <laughs> who isn't? So, so again, he's so better the than us. this morning. Yeah. Dwight King's looking better than Shore right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even in the league. So I think I think you're going to get partial credit because if he continues to do what he does for the team and pitching in and just grinding and he's doing right now what he needs to do, uh, and not yeah. everybody's going to score goals. So even though you might not get your bold prediction, I follow. I think is turning out to be what we want him to be, what we didn't know we needed. I wish I would have written this. I wish I would have written this stat down, because it's a lot of this is due to IFL's play. Uh, Brown has more goals than Sidney Crosby, Austin Matthews. All right, I think it was Austin Matthews. It was like a lot of like the the number one picks and like the hot players. Fuck it up, one of my fun facts. Oh, sorry. Shut your mouth. (laughs) But like it is, he has more goals than a lot of like the top players in the league right now, and that a lot of that is due to IFL. So I'm going to give you credit. Absolutely. Just because of what he's doing for Brown and Kopitar right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. No fault from, from us over here. That's uh, I right. follow is turning out you to be. You called I follow being huge, and it, he might not be putting up the goals, but he's helping other guys score goals. I'm crediting that one. Absolutely. Boom. So we got to meet up. We'll definitely meet up uh, at a game this this year. If I can get these other two to a game, 
We'll, uh, I know Travis has done meetups for uh, catching beers outside of uh, sex. What section is that? 112? The Tap House? Yeah, Tap House. Tap House. Tap House. That's the spot right there. So, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll definitely do a meetup out uh, there. You know, the last time I went to a game, you know, I was stuck on the VIP, like, you know, suite uh, level. I couldn't figure out how to get down Dennis. to, like, you know, suck the other dick. levels. Uh, it's my Travis, help me out. <laughs> I, I, I can't. Suck like, a dick, he's, he's in the VIP. I can't. I can't make fun of that. <laughs> Living the sweet life. Hashtag yeah. sweet life. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for the call. Um, look forward to seeing you. We're we're uh, we're definitely gonna have a meetup. Um, and then we've got some Kings Realm gear. We're gonna Travis is on the on the short list to get the first set of Kings Realm gear. Oh so. yeah. Oh yes. shit. So uh, appreciate all the all the help you do to help promote the show. Uh, thanks, boys. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. For sure. All all right. Right. Take care. All right. See you guys. All right. I like that guy. Absolutely. Like that guy, he he gets in it. Yeah. He gets in it in like Twitter. He's jumping in on stuff. And, and uh, I feel like he knows his hockey. Like you said, he started the greatest drinking game ever. Yeah. He will. Yeah. He'll ever, forever go down for that. Because Foxy and Fousey is going to exist for at least 20 years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you know how drunk we're going to be because of that guy? Very. Travis, we appreciate you. <laughs> Sincerely. <I> mean, how... <laughs> it's a drinking game that requires participation from somebody on TV. Right. And that person is actually participating. <laughs> yeah, so, and, like, and they play along with they it. Play and along, they're self-aware. Like, yeah, that is freaking amazing. So uh, that was good. Um, going on to our next call... <clears throat> Oh, do we have another one? We have another one. James came prepared. This person speaks for themselves. Like, you just love them when you talk to them. See who it is. Jesse Cohen. Oh. That guy, too. What's up, brother? What's up? What's up? The guys are trying to figure out who you are. Oh, are they? Give them a little something. Give them a little something. Uh, World's greatest referee. Timothy! I was like, Ed Hockley? No, it's too many. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, dude? Oh, you know, just at home relaxing. My brother from another mother, Michael Timoney. One of the best in uh, LA Kings uh, support or what do, you, what do you call it? Game game entertainment history? Yeah. Would you say that? Game <laughs> entertainment is, a, is the division? Yeah, it's, it's game entertainment. Game presentation and events. Nice. He's an all-star. I'm just saying. Literally, I worked the all-star game. <laughs> <laughs> the guy got me in on on running the flag. His position on the flags. Well, see, he, he, Wait, so he, he's the reason why you're a flagget. I wouldn't say that, but I would say he's the reason why I'm an all-star flag waver. Yeah, flagget, <laughs> all-star flagget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do so you hear the shit I got to put up with? You know what though? I'd take being a flagget too. I'd, I'd I'd like to do it. So I don't know. Hint, hint. I don't know. Yeah, you would take it. <laughs> you would yeah, take it. I'd take that. Yeah. I don't know too many people that know hockey better than this guy right here, Michael Timoney. You got three. Well, I minutes. mean, he is a ref, so he's, well, he better know hockey. He, but his passion for the game, like you'll get you'll get the real deal from him every time. And that's true, but. The only thing that supersedes that is is his passion for hating the ducks, and I love that. That's true too. <laughs> I told these guys that you have like oh we talked about it when you were on the show about your collection yeah. of of non duck apparel so you can wear to ducks games <laughs> <laughs> to support oh, any yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you got three minutes on the clock, buddy. It's all yours. 
Go ahead. Rip it's us all- rip us a new one or tell us how great we are. Oh, I mean it's pretty obvious how amazing you guys are. Oh, stop yeah. it. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll pay you later. I appreciate it. Three minutes. I don't know what you guys want me to talk about. It's it's all yours. I mean, dude. you can talk about should, the team. Should we talk you, about we that talk maroon about... hit from last night? Uh the the dowdy hit. Ooh. Yeah. That that cheap shot that maroon had. I you know what? There's been a lot of there's been a lot of polarizing media on Twitter about that hit. And and there's a lot of people saying that wasn't a cheap hit. But if you look at the at the at the shot from across the ice, you actually see him raise his shoulder oh, yeah. up into Dowdy. There was no question he he intended to injure him. Whether or not he was targeting the head, he was trying to hurt him. The fact of the matter is, is Dowdy didn't have the puck and Patrick Maroon knew that. So yeah, it was fucking flagrant. Regardless yeah, I was, of when I was watching the game, I started screaming at the TV that it should be a major. Because like right away when I saw it, you know, I when I was watching the game in in real time, I was like, oh my god, like that was one hundred percent on purpose. Clearly wanted to hurt Dowdy. Like, just think if it was McDermott, would he have done it? No, not at all. No, it's it's, no, really it's our point. it's our number one defenseman, the best defenseman, or at least top three in the NHL, and you have a free, you know, basically a free shot. At him, like, of course he's going to take it. And you saw him raise his, lift his shoulder up to make contact to Dowdy's head. And the thing is, I he mean, could have made just a late, a late hit by not raising his shoulder and just hitting his body super hard into the boards. And that would have been a late hit and still been shitty. But it's not he raising your minutes. shoulder. Yeah, we get two minutes for to, it. To rip his face off. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad he got two, uh, two game suspension for it. Yeah. I think that was... 100% the right call by the NHL to do that. And the league came down quick on it. It was next day. It was barely even 12 hours later. It was like, all right, you're done. Yeah, I was like, leaving the, the morning, right? Yeah. I kind of want to get everyone's opinion. I think it's going to learn in three minutes, but I kind of want to get everyone's opinion on the King's reaction um, to that hit. There's a lot on Twitter, right? hey Oh, gee, God bless. I'm there's ready a, for this. Yeah. There's a lot on Twitter regarding this. And and even, even King, some Kings fans, well, some Kings media, I think they're trying to play the political side and just be kind of like calm everybody down, but that these kind of hits and, and Dowdy's been subject to this before we had talked about it last year and the now Kachuk we're dealing with it hits. again. Yeah. Um, that, that you get a target on your back and it's, I think logical to think that some people are going to take advantage of that and they're going to try and be the one to put the hit on you when they get the chance. And this is exactly what happened with Maroon. But as far as the reaction, I mean, this uh, almost the same thing happened last year with Dowdy and nothing happened. And then this year, Forbert turns right around and gets right in Maroon's face. Wasted no time. Oh, yeah. How about Forbert? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. I mean, Maroon's a big dude, man. That takes some balls to go up against that guy. Yeah, Forbert's not a fighter. No. No. Maroon's huge. Not in his place, really. Yeah. And then the team turns around and scores three fucking goals in less than five minutes. Because of the major, yeah, it's look, looking like 2012 all over yep. again. <laughs> so i I personally think that if Forbert doesn't get in Maroon's face and we just kind of shrug it off like like last year, we don't score those three goals. No, I think that 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 had a an effect in energizing the team for sure. So I I, just, I love the fact that somebody did something. Granted, it wasn't much, right? No. I mean, he went over there and basically let him know, hey, that wasn't fucking cool. Like he didn't fight him really, you know. There wasn't a big drag out thing, 
that's not going to happen. But at least there was some response. And I was talking to someone at work today, and they're a Ducks fan. They're like, oh, like I saw the highlights last night, blah, blah, blah. They're like, what the fuck's up with that? I'm like, what, what do you mean what the fuck's up with that? They scored three fucking goals and Forbert got in the guy's face. Like, what else do you want? He's like, oh, it should have been a line clearing, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, fuck that. You've got the game on the line. This is a Scoring, divisional yeah. opponent that you need to fucking beat that night. And yeah. we haven't had much luck beating divisional opponents. So, like, take advantage nope. of where we can. But we, I think we got the response that we haven't gotten in the past few years. So, check. We got three goals out of it. Check. Yeah. What, what uh, and, more could you league, ask for? And the league responded appropriately. So, it's a, it's yep. a Michael Scott win-win-win. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. That was like, uh, it was like, what, what was it, a couple years ago when the Penguins were playing the Capitals in a winter classic and Sidney Crosby was getting up off the ice and somebody just, you know, I think it was like a, a knee to the head or they just skated by and clipped his head. And it's like Sidney Crosby. Yes. He whines a lot. I feel like it's toned down this season, but with somebody like Sidney Crosby, like he, he is easily one of the best players in the NHL. And it's like, there's no, there's no room in hockey for that kind of crap. No, there's no, you know, that's what's, that's what's making the game grow in, you know, in California, in the U.S. I mean, you can see it when you go to a Kings game, when Pittsburgh's in town, everybody wants to see Sidney Crosby play. And it's like something like that is, it's only going to hurt the NHL when you go out and take these, these uh, cheap shots. And I, it's just, it's uncalled for. There's no need for it in the game because these guys have lives. They have, this is their career. You know, some of them didn't go to college and get a degree. So this is all they have going for them. And it's like you, you end their career early. Like someone like Paul Correa, who could have played a lot longer, but and because have he had amazing. a target on his back, it's like, it, it's just unnecessary. It's uncalled for, you know? Yeah. You just look at like the way the, the NHL has developed since then. They just had a, a special on Paul Korea because of the, the Hall of Fame induction and all that. And just the fact that he got rocked like that, had a major concussion, went out, scored a goal, like finished the game. And in the interviews, they asked him, like, do you remember that day? I remember after getting hit and scoring those goals. He goes, I don't even remember that whole day. Jesus. And they let him play. Yeah. Like, that and would never at, happen uh... now. And that's just a, a testament to how much, how far we've come as far as like player safety. And if hits like that are not, you know, acceptable at all. Yeah. And you look at Boston, a few like, man, this is probably like six years ago when they had Savard. That was easily one of the best passers and playmakers in the NHL because he had so many targets on his back and he got way too many concussions. His career's over, you know? It's just, it sucks because it's players like that that sell the game that kids see, you know, they're growing up watching players like Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, Kopitar, Dowdy, and you know, quick and price. And it's like, those are their idols. That's who they want to be. And like, for me, when I watched hockey, it was Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky was the biggest influence on me to watch hockey. And if he would have got hurt, who knows if I would have continued to watch hockey, I probably would have been so pissed off at the world that my favorite player was injured and was forced into retirement too early that I wouldn't even want to watch the sport anymore. But thankfully, you know, Gretzky played for, you know, a good amount of years and my love for hockey continued. And it's, I mean, it's to this day, it's because of Wayne Gretzky. Well, and, and I know you well enough to know that you would have given up on the sport. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> F this, I'm out. Did you just call Timmy a quitter? Yeah, I mean, it's just, no. it, it, it's, 
there's there's no need for it in hockey. It's just like, and I'm one of those people. It's like, is should there be fighting in hockey? There should to an extent. For example, what Forbert did last night, perfectly fine. I think it was great. But when it's just like this, hey, do you want to fight? Uh, yeah, okay, the basic, sure. The, like the basic that, that's stage stupid. Fighting. Like fight for a reason. Right. Right. Yeah. Stand I mean, up I know for something. Every fight, there is a reason. It's to pump up the boys on the bench and get them going. But it's just, eh. I mean, a whole little like it's a zero-zero game. Like there's not much going on. Let's fight. Like I, I think that's kind of stupid because all it takes is your head to hit the ice and then you're knocked out. And who knows what kind of injuries come about? You, you know, end up like Andreoff. <laughs> How much does a staged <laughs> fight actually that. pump up the guys on the bench? Versus exactly. is that for the guys on the bench no or is that for, for the crowd for the people that are into that? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not really into the stage. Like, it's you want to go? Let's go. Momentum. No, I, I don't. I don't I, really. F- people see through that at this point. It's forced momentum. It's not. It's not driving the game at that point. If it's a fight because you're standing up for something that happened, then yes, or that pure gets, frustration. That, like that's different. You're you're like you're putting action to what everybody in the stands and everybody on the bench is feeling. Like in the Doughty hit, you're yeah. actually mm-hmm. standing up for that moment, and you're like, "We're not going to take that shit." Now watch what we can do. Yeah. So that I agree with. Yeah. And the stage fights are just bullshit and there's no place for it uh, because they get stupid. It's it's mostly a wrestling match and it just takes time away from the game. And we, we're there to see the game. Like, I want to see the fights. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I, but I want them to stand for, for something. It. Yeah. Don't fight just to Hey, fight. not to change the subject or anything, but because I am a ref, I want to hear your guys' opinion on a, a new rule they started for USA hockey. So for. Ages 12 and below, if you are on a penalty kill, you can no longer ice the puck. What? What? Aren't they talking about that for the NHL, too, in the GM's meetings? I believe so. I it's think they want to try it out in the AHL, but what do you? I, I personally kind of like it. I mean, it's going to make the game go a little bit longer, but I like the fact that if you've made the mistake of taking a penalty, you shouldn't be able to get a freebie and ice the puck down. So what happens if you ice the puck? Oh, yeah, it's icing, but at that level, you're still allowed to change. But I believe if they bring it up to the AHL level, you're not going to be able to make that change. So you're going to have tired. You're going to have four tired guys out there. I, you know what? It's going to increase scoring. That'll drive scoring, and that's, that's exactly what the NHL that's is trying what to the do. The NHL wants, but I, I don't think I it's kind of like it. it. You know what? It's something that's been existent for so long it's going to be hard to get people on board with that though i don't know you how know i what? feel about that honestly you know what the offsides changed like people were uh, up in arms about that i thought that was the greatest change ever the the touch-up offsides uh because that just drug the game out but it also killed play this about on the, the new other, rule this year no, no not the new rule this year but when they added the you know basically it was a college rule the you could touch up on offsides because before if you went offsides it immediately the whistle blew okay yeah yeah it was yeah. dead but now you can touch up and go back in um but that i think helped increase scoring a little bit i'm all for increasing scoring cuz goals are the most exciting part so honestly it's kind of a tough one because you I, you wind up you wind up shooting the clearing the puck like that when you are tired 
and that's exactly it. You're going for you're going for a line change. And I don't like to look at the game like if we're talking about things like this, I don't want to look at it as a fan. I want to look at it as a player. And if we're if we're able to get control of the puck and get it out, I don't want to be penalized for that. Yeah, but you're not selling the game to the players, you're selling the game to the fans. And it's I true. think you need to appease the fans, and that's what's gonna make the league grow. Yeah, yeah, I, but here's the thing. Maybe the here's layman the thing, though. Fan, if, you're, if, if you're a player, your teammate just made a mistake, and he made you go a man down. Or did he make a mistake? Did he do something that, you know, in 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 the instance that we've seen in in the last couple of games, where you know there's a breakaway, and you have to take that penalty. That's a penalty that any player would have it's taken a risk. to to save the inevitable goal. It's just more of a risk now, right? If, so, if they do that, it would be more of a risk. So the the um. You still got to take that penalty, yeah. You it's, still take the penalty. Still, you take the risk. It's still a penalty, though. You, you, You're not supposed to do it. It's still a penalty. It is, like, and, yes, you, and you take that it's penalty. It's a great penalty to take, and there are such things as good penalties to take. But I just don't think you got to think of it. Think of it if you were a coach at, at, and your strategy that you laid down on the boards. Why was there ever a breakaway? Who messed up in their positioning? Who messed up in the strategy that was given? to make it so that there was a breakaway. I mean, in a perfect world, yes. But in in the game, you're just going to have plays that, that break apart. You're going to have players that run into each other or, you know, if you got Andreoff. And then, you <laughs> you know, these these things happen. And, and I don't think that you practice the power play or the penalty kill to, for two minutes of ice time. Like, I, I just don't think that's fair on the players because if you've been on, I mean, Timmy, you're on the ice all the time. Imagine going two minutes um, just for the sake of pe- killing a penalty four or five times a night. Dude, I'm a ref. I skate for 60 minutes. You don't skate. You stay <laughs> upright. <laughs> you stay in the corner and dodge no, bucks. Man, when, when, you're a, when you're a linesman, there's a lot of skating involved. See, that's the thing, too. Is like, for you, because you I watch, give a shit. I, I look at the game in a whole different perspective now that I've ref. I actually watch the refs a lot more than I watch the game you're going of, soft timony you're going soft <laughs> no i'm not going soft i have a much more appreciate uh, appreciation for the game of hockey now that i've been around oh you're getting too serious for us he's having a kid he definitely hasn't been <laughs> soft lately we're <laughs> hey oh! congratulations by the way yeah, congrats. Yes, february to, and yes, to, sir. To bring it back to your question, since james is going off on one of his you know, signature tangents i'm on it uh before I, interrupt I, I think you know what I, I think I think I'm for it. I, I think that would uh, it would definitely drive scoring, and it would drive teams to be more disciplined, which brings more five on five hockey, which is better than you know a, a game that has twenty penalties. I, so I, I think you maybe change the number of penalties ten to twenty percent, no more than that. That's true. Penalties have to happen. They're, They're going to happen. happen in the They're going. It's not going to stop penalties. Teams are going to have three or four penalties a game. It's just going to happen. I, I I think it. I I'd like to see it. I'm going to take the easy ha- road out and say I'd like to see it implemented on a lower level first. Well, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. But I'd I'd like to see it. And if I hated it, then I'd take it back and say I was wrong. But you know, you know what rule I actually really hate. I'm not a fan of it. Is when you do a coach's challenge and get it wrong and you get penalized yeah, for that's it. Dumb. Well, that's that's a rule on top of rule, and I hate when people do that. Like if you if you're going to make a rule, make it right. But don't try and yeah. change the rule three different times. They're just trying to stop you from trying to challenge it's bullshit. bullshit things. It's but- a bullshit thing. If you make a rule, then you should be able to utilize the rule. Don't penalize someone for now making 
making yeah. a call using your new rule. They either yeah, use the I rule just, or get rid of the rule. It's yeah. such a stupid, stupid rule. Like I'm not a fan of it because nobody's perfect. So who's to say that Toronto's making the right call when they're looking at things? That's you know? true. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I could argue with calls it's, this year. It, it, it's, it's all opinionated. It's it you know some is. of the things are very opinionated, and it's yeah you know oh I think you know. No, I don't think that was goaltender interference. It looked like he was able to make a push, or it looks like the player wasn't in the crease. But it's like, uh, like, can you really make that call? You know, it, it, it's just, I think, it, I think that rule needs to go, and they just need to be able to lose the timeout, and that's it. If they get it wrong, then yeah, lose the timeout. It, How often yeah. are they really and taking? That's it? your it's penalty really it, is you know? losing the timeout, and not you're, another fucking penalty. On you're top already of it. penalized. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, yeah, exactly. they, had the, they had the rule right the first time. Give them the opportunity to make, because there have been some some instances where there are game-changing calls that need to be made um, to get mm-hmm. it right. And I think, you know, when, when we take advantage of the technology that we have available to us and to make sure that we're calling the game correctly, that's great. Uh, but if you don't like the rules that you make, then just take them, take them back out. But don't try and modify them three different ways so that, you're tweaking it to where it's, you know, there wasn't really better anything, for the game. There wasn't anything wrong with it. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, no. Really? What was wrong with it? Well, you Nothing. look at the impact of what they're trying to change and it's, it's fractional at best. Yeah. They're, they're still challenging. Yeah. They're, they're going to take that risk every time. Yeah. I feel like coaches are holding back right now too, because it's like, well, shit, we just got scored on. I don't want to take a penalty now and go down and two then, goals. You know, it costs us another goal. So now we're down by two or something, you know? Perfect. All right. Well, Michael, thank you so much for your time. You, you actually mm-hmm. brought some great questions and we got in some good dialogue. I appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, definitely need to get you back in the studio again. Absolutely. And you know where it is. Hey, one, one more thing. Yes. Not a, not a fan of the all-star jerseys. Just going to say They're garbage. Thank you very much. I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> so I cannot comment, but. <laughs> we, need, we need to get rid of the highlighters in the, uh, in the sweaters. Michael, before... Your daughter is born. We got to have you back in the studio. Absolutely. I will definitely come down there. All right. Next couple of weeks, we'll schedule that. You got to be in here. Thank you once again for the time. I love that we went over three minutes because we talked about some great stuff. Um, Just by a couple seconds. Anything that Dennis likes, I hate. So I hate the rule that you brought up, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's it, not true. It is what it is. <laughs> as long as you don't hate me, we're good. Hey, you're my brother from another mother. So I, I have to love you. but i want to as well you're you're a great guy um so definitely i appreciate you calling in and um appreciate your love for the sport and and all your comments that you uh provide and help promote the show we really appreciate it absolutely love you guys thanks for having me all right have a good one see you guys See, if we had Timony on as like the the fourth man on the show, it'd be like three hour shows every time. Because he always I love br- it. He always brings like the that was deep though. Yeah, that was, he brings the deep stuff. That was good conversation. It and, is. I love it. And uh, you know what? It, it's it's about that mentality. And, and the Annie Shell is still. I think it's still young. You know, we're still going to be. You know, in the next five years, it's going to thirty three teams. Old, but- and no, you're <laughs> fucking not. So, I'm getting my hundred dollars with interest, I, bitch. I love how he s- tried to sneak that in, like we wouldn't no. notice. It's no. growing, and they're looking to, you know, just build the game so that it's appetizing to new fans. So, um, 
I appreciate it. I just don't think that when you're trying to close loopholes to just build, I mean, you got to also, I agree that you, you're building this for the fans, Jordan, but I think you also have to take into account that we got to take care of the players because eventually you, you screw up the game enough and the players aren't going to want to play. I mean, they don't, I mean, I hate to say it, but they don't really have any other options, man. They oh, could, NHL doesn't pay the highest in the world. Yeah, but they could go. Look yeah, at but, what Dwight King makes in the KHL. That's yeah, got to tell you something. But guess what? He doesn't know if he's getting his paycheck every week. Like, let's be real here. <laughs> Look what Ilya Kovalchuk makes in the KHL. <laughs> he makes what the Devils tried to pay him. And Bettman said no. Jesus. Yeah, but aren't, aren't there tons of stories of them like just not giving them checks one week? Like, oh, yeah, sorry, we can't afford it this week, guys. Oh, I'm sure there's teams like yeah. that. Yeah, There's companies in the in the States that pay like that, so. <laughs> Shitty people everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, you're not going to duck that. But I, I just think that you have to, when you're, when you're fighting to change the game to entice people to come on board so much that the, that it's a burden on the players. Like you got to think about player safety, and, and I don't think it's much well. of a burden on the players. I don't. Two it minutes is. of ice time. Mm, I mean, that's tiring. I mean, I. It's tiring. Four, okay, it's it's four tiring. times. Three to four times a night. It's gonna change. It's gonna change the way. And then see the thing is, like, I, it's I've not heard, gonna I've reduce heard, the amount of penalties. It will. It won't. I guarantee. You. Not drastically. It I, will. We'll put. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> it goes to the HL. I'm definitely bringing up a bet. <laughs> I'm I with Jordan. It, I'm, I'm with Jordan. A community bet, and everybody that's listening can jump in on it. I'm with Jordan. I, I'm. I want to see it somewhere else first. It, I it think needs it would to be, be implied. That's and that, fair. And that's just the like beauty. they did in the MLB with the 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 pitch clock, and they they tried it in the minor leagues, and it didn't work, and they fucking nixed it. So I mean, maybe it won't work. That's the beauty in a league like the NHL, where there are lower levels, as opposed to something like the NFL, where it's just like, all right, go out and fucking do it. Yeah, right, right, we'll right. see if it works. Well, in MLB, they're doing it in spring training and then putting it in to the the major leagues, which I think is bullshit. But yeah, you got you got to see yeah. it in in an amateur league. You got to see how it plays out before you put it, you know, on national broadcasting and 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 try and get fan buy in. Yeah, I, I I think it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see how it changes the game. I, I heard Cohen talking. I think it was with his dad or maybe the half or something like that. Uh, but they were talking about how all of these rules have been implemented to enhance scoring and a lot of them have done the exact opposite. It'd be interesting to see if this actually does enhance scoring. Like if it, if it makes your probability of scoring on a power play that much more, or if it really doesn't and it's just a stupid rule for no reason. Yeah. And I, I feel like in this day and age where there's so many like micrometrics and all that shit, sabermetrics, whatever you want to call it, um, that, that that's something that they can keep better track of. All right. Awesome. I think that was a good segment. Yeah. I love talking to people and yeah. Yeah, huge kind of get input. Huge thank you to everyone that dealt with our bullshit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Especially Jason Gallo for pumping up the FanDuel league. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and Timony for letting us like take over most of his 3 minutes that turned into like what 15. Something like but, that. Yeah. <laughs> we took over most of that. No, so. but he he brought out a, a a lot of great points and I I think we need to have him in the studio like we said. He's yeah. the unofficial official like fourth King's Realm guy. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, no, that was that was awesome. I think we should do that more. Absolutely. We'll add it know. in. So, Boy, no. we, we actually kind of skipped over what we normally do right afterwards, and we got straight into the calls. We were just so excited for it. Uh, we missed uh, General Notables. Oh, no. This week, they're called General no- general Notables that, uh, that Jordan makes fun. Or just General Notables. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling the more that you push this, 
he's going to come up with new names. Oh, it's going to be every week. <laughs> it's going to be like... You might be trying to like steal my... You know, my game here of like making him come up with new names every week. So oh, just, you're pushing that? Okay. It's like, no, no, I'm no, not. Okay. No, this is stupid. It's like when you are in high school and you go to McDonald's after school and everyone throws pickles at the wall and see which one hits the ground first. Like, that's what we're doing with that's this. That's like Billy Madison. I've never done style. that. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of fun. We should go do it after the show. Done. <laughs> Let's go. I'm in. Perfect. I just can't drive. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, the Kings are tied with the Knights with the second highest goal differential in the league at plus 29. However, Tampa Bay owns a ridiculous plus 53 goal differential. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that. That's a lot of goals. And not <laughs> giving that, up that's a lot of goals. Isn't that something close to what Washington had last year, though? Yeah. They were something yeah. stupid high like that. Yeah. But, that was at, but that also that was at the end of the season. This is halfway through. Yeah, that means they have plenty of time to fall off. That's true. That was a good point. It is Tampa Bay. I mean, half the team's going to go out on IR pretty soon. Yep. Uh, Dennis brought it up earlier. Um, The names that I have that Brown currently has more goals this season are Connor McDavid, Evgeny, I don't know how to say the guy's name. Evgeny. Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby. Suck it, nerds. (laughs) Hey, James. Yeah, suck it, nerds. James. No, no, it's it's not natural. Suck it. It's not natural. I okay. did nothing to earn that. Travis already took care of this. Second, <laughs> That's so. true. Uh, the Kings continue to own the best penalty kill in the league at 87.4% with a league average of 80.8 and still lead in the goals against average at 2.28, uh, which I think the league average is like 2.9 something. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah, which is that. that that's pretty big. Hey, uh, this just goes to show that we're still that defensive team that everybody thought we weren't going to be. Yep. Because of the new system. Yep. So but it, it's, suck it, those people. We said that right? that was in the beginning, though, that we said we're not going to get away from that. No, we're absolutely we're just going to add more goals. But exactly. We, we, we thought that was like such a fluffer piece, though. Like even like as Kings fans are like, oh, well, they say that, but it's not really going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to get away from defense first. Obviously, they're not. And that's paying dividends in the goal differential, like we said earlier, that they are second in the league right now. Defense wins championships. That's, that, it's a saying for a reason. Yeah. I think that's for football, but yeah, for sure. That is for... It's also hockey. Well, I mean, except for MLB when, you know, you have like a hundred and something home runs in a World Series, but you know. That's true. <laughs> um, this is the second week in a row that Kopitar has not added a goal to his total. So Kopitar is still stuck at... Or Kopi Watch is still stuck at 17 goals. Uh-oh, not James. worried. Not Uh-oh, James. However... Not He's Kopitar. To fully watch. I think we're adding that to the mix. Yeah. yeah He's yeah, also yeah. at 17 hey, goals. We'll add any, but we'll add Nick Shore if he gets to 17 goals. That ain't happening. Like between like but three separate him. years? <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't happening, Jordan. No, but... No. my my That was great a to, dumb, bold prediction. Great for Toffoli. <laughs> But not even worried about Kopitar because he's still producing in other ways. So I mean, if, he had two, if someone goes cold, two assists in, in the last game. He had assists. I think he had assists in the previous two games as well too. So I'm I'm, just, I'm not worried about it. Very closely watching his wrist, just in case. I'm just saying. Ah, he's fine. He's what is fine. Brown at? Fifteen. Fifteen. I believe fifteen. Yeah. So that means we have three players on the team tracking thirty plus goals over Connor McDavid, Evgeny Malkin. Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Three players. They're, not just Brown. And and those aren't like the big I mean, those are the biggest names on the on on that list, but there's people like Blake Wheeler who scores a lot of goals. There's there's a lot of people on the list that below them that it's like, holy shit, like these we're legit. 
Yeah. It's not something you see as a Kings fan. It's nice. Plain and and on, I mean, on paper, we're, we're, we're producing like we should on paper, which is nice because a lot of teams can't do that. They look good on paper, but then you put them in game time situations. <laughs> Edmonton. Yeah. And they can't produce. God bless you. But, Sorry. Sorry. And this is without a Carter in the lineup. Like, we're going to get him back for... That's how good this team is right now, is we're playing this well, and we're talking about this, and like, how much... Do we forget about Carter is still on IR waiting to come back? Maybe we should trade him. <laughs> you are fucking wrong. <laughs> I still like consistently throughout the games, like forget that Carter is just, he's not a part of the team right now because he's hurt. Yeah. It's, by the way, that is like. And that's great news is that we're not missing Carter. So that means when he comes back, there there's going to be some growing pains when he comes back. And it's great that he's coming back most likely in February. So we're going to have time to do that. Um, but when we get that all figured out and if everyone continues to produce the way they're producing, we're going to be fucking scary. Oh, we, we are scary. I guarantee we've got the eye of everybody in there. There's already stories about the Kings in the playoffs and, and what they're going to do. We so. got a highlight piece on ESPN. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't you, cover hockey. I don't know if you saw Augie post that, but we got a highlight piece talking good about the Kings Woo. on ESPN. Not just hockey, but the Kings. Yeah. Hey, Barry Melrose loves us, so. <sighs> Douchebag. Well, I'll tell you what. Even a player like Gabrick, who just <sighs> came back, what? is at seven goals. Like, you start looking at stats. Look at a guy like Gabrick with seven goals in the amount of games that he's played. Hey, that helped me take down a Timony last week in fantasy. Which Timony? Brandon, the Ducks fan. Uh, they're both pretty bad at fantasy. Brandon's not, not a Ducks fan. I thought Brandon was a Ducks fan. No, Brandon's a hardcore Kings fan. Oh. Well, he plays fantasy hockey like a Ducks fan. Oh. Yeah. Like Keith? Yeah. So in 18 games, he has seven goals, six assists for Gabrick. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's 13 points. That's in 18 games. That's no joke. That's the Ferrari coming in and hey, making his, a difference. At his age, coming back after the seasons he's had. And it, again, we talked about it before. He is not afraid to muck it up like along the boards and go go for the puck. He's he's still fighting for that, even though he's made of glass. Gabo's a beast. Yeah, so I'm and just hoping I, he stays healthy. As much as we joked about him getting injured again this season, please don't do it. Yeah, don't just don't. Yeah, let's let's not because at least until Carter gets back. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just not in general. Thirteen points out of eighteen games. I'll I'll keep that going until Carter gets back. Right. Absolutely. Let's keep going that. Let's keep going with that after Carter gets back too. Let's keep going with that into next week. What do you guys think? Let's go. Short two week. Games. Two games. Uh, Thursday. Uh, by the time you hear this, this game will be over, and we'll have won it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's me knocking on wood. Uh, we play Calgary at Calgary, who are fifth in the Pacific at nineteen sixteen and four. Not so great at home. Ten and eleven and zero at, at home. And they're four, four, and two in their last ten with a negative six goal differential. I think that that might be a little bit of a revenge game um, against Kafuk, but hopefully we respond in the same way that we did against the Oilers. We can take that as something to look I'm at. I'm going with the win on that one. Same, same. Mike Smith's got to be tired by now. He's old as fuck. <laughs> He's old as Kachuk. Kachuk's dad. <laughs> He's like as old as James. I know that. That's old. Jesus. That guy's old. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> Look how much gray hair he has in his fucking goatee. Pubes? Oh, oh. what? <laughs> nope. 
Nope. Jordan, please. That's a right, family we're show. To, we're trying to do a family show we here. We just went full frat boy on that one. <laughs> Saturday, Nashville. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, Nashville's tough. They are third in the Central at 23-11-5. They, they are, did just lose Forsberg, though. Yes, they did just lose Philip Forsberg, um, who was their top scorer, actually, for four to six weeks. Yeah, that so, he's only us. been their top scorer for four or six weeks. No, I mean, no. Sorry, they've lost. <laughs> they lost. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got to get you on that one. Anyways. No, that I mean, and and we're getting them the you know the week after. So this is this is something that a team a team has to like change their their play around, and I don't think they have time to do it. Probably not. Eh, I'm hoping you're right. They they do have a decent road record at eleven seven and three. They are only 5-4-1 in the last 10, though, but they do have a plus-16 goal differential. So, um, 4-0! Oh, wait. In two games. <laughs> Four points, maybe. Was it Jeff back here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Calgary's a win, uh, I-, I think. And because Nashville is missing their top score, that's like us losing Kopitar. I don't think we're the same team without him. I'm going to go with two wins, one of them being an overtime win, since I have to be that specific for James because he's a dick. Can we give up the overtime win to the predators since oh absolutely division. absolutely okay, but it, it's it is more kings if we give up the overtime win to the, <laughs> it's so kings yeah, it's so, so kings, kings. to division. the division yeah. yeah i'm gonna go two and oh overtime win against preds you okay. don't have to say overtime win it's a win i'm gonna do it no, no, now it doesn't matter but no, you know, otls I'm, matter it, point it, wise two points it does two next points. week when you don't call it exactly yeah well, you didn't call an overtime win you suck no i'm not that way just overtime losses. It's a difference in points. Which didn't matter at all last year. Uh, I think if you go back and listen to the recordings, it did. Our show's evolving. Nonetheless. If you're talking about the end of 2017, yes. Nonetheless, you lose Forsberg. Um, he's a 34-point scorer this year. It makes a difference. 2-0. and Regulation. The only thing perfect week that you don't need to call it. It's just two and zero. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the the only thing that scares me about the Preds is didn't they lose Forsberg right before the playoffs last year and they went to the Stanley Cup? They lost two or three guys right before the playoffs. Was so Johansson, I think they lost. Was it Johansson? They lost several guys. Yeah, it, it might have like been two Forsberg or three too. major guys. Anyways, they lost a major guy and they were able to get it together enough to get to the Stanley Cup. They did to play the Ducks, right? Right, that's true. So. My call still stands. 2-0. 2-0 for Dennis. 2-0 for Jordan. Yo! Unanimous. Um, and then we go into our bye week. We've got like five or six days off. Oh, I love to go. So. Oh, they're not going both ways? They just have time off? That's because you were in the Navy. And, and you like to suck it, James. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> I walked right. Yeah. So, nice little rest before uh, we come back for the remainder of the season. You okay, Dennis? I am not. I've had way too much to drink to do with you two. All right, let's do that fantasy hockey. (laughs) I see what you did there. I see what you did there, Dennis. It's never going to get old, by the way. It's not. You know what's funny? You say it, and before I go to Chance the Rapper, I go to Jeff Wilson. We already covered FanDuel. Jason Rotogrinder. Of course, Gallo wins won. it again. He won. That's so we're we we already got that covered. Whatever. We do have a change in our fantasy league. El Duderino, Sean takes first place away from the forum oh, club. Oh damn! For the first time. 
Someone he was else the one won. when he was drafting. I, I, I looked back at at everybody's draft, um, like about halfway through or so. I was like, "Fuck, his team's good." So I'm I'm happy to see that my foresight, <laughs> my, my foresight, <laughs> was... your your foresight wasn't good enough to pick better players to beat. Yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is funny that you turn somebody else's first place win into something about you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so. In third place, so we did have a change, but the points are the same, 145 to 145. So there's there's a a, a little tiebreaker there. But Travis is is who was on the phone today taking third place with 122. Um Jordan, I will we usually do top three, but I'm gonna mention you as an honorable top Thanks. four. Appreciate it. Absolutely, with 117 points. That's only because we're all getting beat. Uh, the other notable is dennis is not in the bottom three yeah had an epic week last week got out of the bottom three not by much but the uh bottom three uh number 12 caitlin with go team go i still have clifford i think that's like her third or fourth team name well i i I haven't changed from clifford squad so she can't take it <laughs> I think we'll just gonna keep it all year. She's um, uh playing the pickle game where you throw them at the wall and see what sticks. Never mind. Anyways. So from twelfth we go to thirteenth. Uh Brandon Timoney at the Green Goblins with ninety two points. And then Perry eats dog food, holding on to fourteen with eighty seven points. So uh pick it up. I will say Victor has made a huge jump from the bottom of the league to, to number like eight. Oh, that's great. That's no. still that's still the bottom of the league. He's he's mid. It's like right in the middle. He's top mid. of the bottom. <laughs> hey, we're all uh, uh you know what? I'm in the middle too. That's so like F being the too. best player on the worst team. Hey, he has put the most effort in. He has made the most moves. Yes. He? He's made two more than me and he's made the most. <laughs> he's actually he's giving a shit. So he's uh trying to make things happen and it's working. He's in number eight. He's uh he's right on my tail. So I gotta I gotta step up my game. Jordan, you better step up yours. Hey, he's was, coming for us. Was Vic invited to uh the New Year's Eve party? Not sure, but he wasn't there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so but he wasn't at the uh Guys in Shorts Sports LA show this week either. So there might be a they Her- might have been out of town. Herpes. That's, that's, that's the usual Definitely Some sort of herpes. STD or sex change or something Guys in shorts come down with a lot of herpes Yeah, they <laughs> I mean, us as they a They need to wrap it before they tap it Is basically what the lesson is from that show I don't know what's happening in that studio But no. in this studio, we're all healthy Yeah, we're clean Well, we're at least healthy Okay <laughs> I think that's it for us Anybody got anything else besides herpes? <laughs> Why do you say besides herpes? I don't think we have herpes. I've got a decent buzz going. <laughs> good, good. So we're good then. Yep. All right. So be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kings Rome Pod. Also be sure to subscribe to the show on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that fun stuff. You know, you can leave reviews on some of them. Do it. Do it. Do it. I don't think we ever read them. But do it anyway. Other people. No, do. we have like five reviews on on Apple Podcasts. I've never heard one of them because well, you have we'll to read, read them next them. week. Are they good? Yeah, so far. All right. Well, knock on wood. <laughs> Let's keep that one going. Yep. So, and as we've mentioned every week, and we mentioned earlier, go ahead and check out the guys in short sports. Oh no! Los don't Angeles no show. no no! Oh, that's they, right. They didn't pitch us this week. That's so right. No, fuck those guys. They don't, can suck don't a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, more sucking dicks, not by me. I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm just, we're we're done. Fuck it, we're out of here. 
for those dudes over there. <laughs> I'm Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! go, Kings, go!